Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to More Than Amuse podcast, a podcast all about women and the arts, hosted by Stani and Sadie. Join us as we explore what it's like being a female artist, examine modern day problems, and educate ourselves and you on important and forgotten female artists of the past. Hello, everyone, and welcome to More Than Amuse podcast. I'm Stani. And I am Sadie. And wow, I hope you had a good Christmas. This is coming out the Monday after Christmas. Yeah, and hopefully everyone's looking forward to another celebration this weekend. Yes. To ring in the new year. I love New Year's Eve. Like, I think that's my favorite holiday. Really? Yes. That's I'm cold. very, like, I love, like, any excuse to, like, be sentimental, and I'm oh. very self-reflective And I'm not even like that big on New Year's resolutions. I keep mine very mild, but just birthdays and New Year's. I don't know. It feels good just to be like, oh, this is a year done. I like starting fresh. I like defining my life in those timetables. I don't know. I like Oh, that makes sense. It's like a monumental, like a marker. I like celebrating those markers. And it's cool. That's really cool. I like that. I'm like, wow, world, we made it. Another year. Yeah. And I never really do anything much for it. This year, we're going to be in California, so I'm excited. Yeah. But I still wanted to stay on theme with, I guess, the holiday season. So today, we are talking about Ruth Wakefield. And last year, we did this thing called Musemus, where we just featured different women that had done something or some type of invention or... I don't know, something to do with Christmas that they had accomplished or something accomplishing that a woman had done regarding arts and the Christmas. And we shouted out Ruth Wakefield because this woman is the inventor of the chocolate chip cookie, which like, wow, imagine a world without the chocolate chip cookie, which feels like just such just staple. Can't. I feel like it's the foundation of every other dessert we have. Like what cookie came first? It's crazy that this wasn't the first one. What was the first cookie? Not chocolate chip. If they did chocolate, they had chocolate cookies, but... Prezels? I'm probably saying delicious. that wrong. They're Italian. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess like little Prezels. like shortbread cookies. Yeah. That's little things like that. Are. It also looks like a Fig Newton is considered a cookie. Fig Newtons are not very yummy. I kind of like them, though. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I do. I, that, I, that's I, can't, <laughs> I can't eat a lot of them, but like a one or two Fig Newtons every once you in a while. I'll respect it. I can still respect you as a human being. Don't worry. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. So the inventor of the chocolate chip cookie. And there's really cool things about like how the cookie came to be and also business. And it's really interesting how she like sold the rights to the chocolate chip cookie. And now, by the way, the chocolate chip cookie is so universal that at a certain point, the patent law office they were pretty much like no you can't really own the own the retin you obviously people can own recipes but you can't 
own the concept of a chocolate chip cookie, which I think just shows how much of a big deal of it is that it's not a trademark recipe. It's the concept that they're like, nope, this is too popular. There's no way you can trademark this anymore, which like I just think is really cool. That's it is really cool. It's also kind of crazy if you think about it, that it got to a level of popularity where this idea couldn't be like contained anymore. Where it was like, sure, you can tweak your recipe and like copyright your specific recipe, but like not the yeah, concept it's the concept of the chocolate chip cookie is now greater <laughs> yep it's greater than the <laughs> recipe is that's so interesting okay well let's just dive in to this woman and we can yes. talk about things as we go so ruth wakefield was born ruth jones graves and then later was married to be wakefield she was born mm-hmm. june 17th of 1903 she is an american chef best known as i mentioned is the inventor of the toll house cookie the very first chocolate chip cookie she was also a dietitian educator business owner and an author i love that a dietitian invented a cookie i know right it feels good (laughs) that like that's how it should be that she's like i know a lot about food i'm gonna use my talents for the good of mankind Mm -hmm. and not and i will invent a cookie yes (laughs) and literally change the world forever yeah so way to go the history of ruth wakefield is truthfully pretty brief i'm hoping that this episode isn't super short but like i mentioned she was born ruth jones ruth jones graves she's the daughter of fred graves and the former helen vest jones now course helen graves when she got married and she was born in east walpole massachusetts in 1903 she grew up in easton massachusetts and graduated from oliver ames high school in 1920 and then she went on to some type of college and the name of this college is funny but it's the framingham state normal school department of household arts the normal school department of household arts interesting where she graduated from in 1924 what did they teach them like cooking and cleaning well the funny thing is that when i clicked on the wikipedia page or to look it up it basically just gave me all the information on what the school is now so it's existed for this long but now it's changed to actually be like a full like actual university university. but for a portion of the time yeah i think i wonder if maybe their focus was you know baking culinary school dietitian nutritionist things like that which I thought was interesting that is super interesting i wonder if they had any men enrolled i know i have no <laughs> idea but also afterwards she worked at brockton high school as a home economics teacher so with that degree she was able to teach home economics teacher at a high school but mm-hmm. she also worked as a hospital dietitian and a service director for a utility company oh. so just did a bunch of different things with it yeah in 1928 she and her husband had a son kenneth donald wakefield jr and then in 1942 they had a daughter mary jane wakefield so she had her husband and then those two ended up having two children together so in 1930 she and her husband bought a tourist lodge which ended up being called the town house the toll house inn in whitman in plymouth county which was located about halfway between boston and new bedford and it was a place where passengers had historically like paid a toll changed Mm. horses had meals you know just a nice little travels in for people passing through and when the wakefields opened their business they named their establishment the toll house inn ruth cooked and served all the food and soon gained local fame for her lobster dinners and for all of her desserts so i just i'm imagining just the most wholesome like 
cabin yeah. in the snow and then you go in and there's this kind woman who's just made you this home cooked meal and you're cold from your travels and there's a giant fireplace that you can warm all up on with chocolate chip cookies baking in the distance that you can smell this is the setting that i'm picturing and i'm just it makes me really joyful i feel like it should now be required that after every lobster dinner you're served chocolate chip cookies <laughs> right <Yeah. laughs> which like you wouldn't think that you know fancy lobster dinner would go with yeah. <laughs> chocolate chip cookies but i'm obsessed with it. i love it yeah so that's what they did together and all of her recipes and cooking it just pretty much at a certain point it basically became a restaurant people were just going to try her food so now on to the invention of the chocolate chip cookie recipe so it is said that she was inspired by a trip to egypt when she started to experiment with cookie recipes so she had an assistant at the time named sue bridges who was experimenting with pecan drop cookies and in those recipes she was using half white sugar and half brown sugar and wakefield saw that she was doing that and she thought that was a really cool idea to use the brown sugar in the cookies but she was still like okay maybe there's something else that we can you know do with that so what she did is she added the chopped up bits from a nestle semi-sweet chocolate bar into a cookie something interesting and i think even in our amusement episode we reported this maybe then incorrectly but the story is often told that she like made them by accident right that like oh she wanted to make chocolate cookies but she was out of chocolate so she thought that if she you know chopped up the chocolate and just put it in that it would melt in the cookie and then oh no and it came out of the oven it was all still intact and it was accidentally born but in reality she she actually stated on multiple occasions that she deliberately invented it the cookie she said that we had been serving a thin butterscotch nut cookie with ice cream and everybody seemed to love it but i was trying to give them something different so i came up with the toll house cookie I think I said I think we got that wrong last year of something that we said that yeah, it was an accident, but did. she claimed that she was doing on purpose. I mean, who knows? Maybe she didn't know exactly what would happen when she put the chopped up chocolate in, but she very yeah. much was experimenting and had this idea to do something and was trying to think of a new inventive that cookie sense. that she could offer. Like she wasn't trying to make something else and end up with a chocolate chip cookie. She was trying to make something entirely new. And then and when she made the chocolate chip cookie, she was like, ah, yeah. I've done something incredible here. <laughs> That's cool. It's also funny to think about a time when like the traditional way to make a cookie wasn't half white half brown sugar i know because that's a standard for all cookies now Uh yeah like you don't even think of it as half white half brown it's just those are two ingredients that you add yeah like you need this much white sugar and you need this much brown sugar that's what happens when you bake cookies i know it's exactly what i thought too it's like literally one of those things where it's like oh somebody had to invent that you know it becomes such a staple Mm -hmm. and such a way of being that it's like which I feel like I'm being a little bit traumatic about using white chocolate not white chocolate white sugar and brown sugar but you know like I said I've never ever considered oh somebody had to do this first this isn't just something we've all done no I never have either like yeah the only cookies I think that you don't use brown sugar for is like sugar yeah but that's because it turns the batter a different color Uh so like I I never even thought about it I just yeah that's really cool i know this was another cool thing as far as like how it got so popular so during world world war ii u.s soldiers from massachusetts who were stationed overseas they shared the cookies that they received in care packages from back home with other soldiers that were from other parts of the united states so 
pretty soon after that, there were hundreds of soldiers in World War II that were riding home asking their family to send them some of the Toll House cookies. Like, I just think it's like so insane that like World War II is like the reason why chocolate chip cookies like exploded. And so Ruth Wakefield was soon yeah. like sent so many letters from all around the world requesting her recipe. This is what began the nationwide craze for chocolate chip cookies is because all of these soldiers were requesting them home from their families at home. That's so cool. It's like a little cookie swap going on over in the war. (laughs) I know. And so her Toll House cookie recipe was was printed in the Boston Herald Traveler and Wakefield was featured on famous foods from famous eating places, the radio program hosted by Marjorie Husted, who was known as none other than Betty Crocker. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. Which now I'm like, we got to do an episode on Betty Crocker because I, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. Okay. I, this is so ignorant of me. Did you ever feel like Betty Crocker was like a character that they created? Yeah. I thought that's what it I mean, it kind of sounds like it was if it was hosted by you know marjorie something who was known as betty crocker it must have been some type of character they created but i didn't really i'm like was it based off of a real person and now i'm really going to because it's like look into that of it we grew up in like the 90s early 2000s right when like a cereal box mascot was like the face of the brand so you have like mr (laughs) peanut and then the like the the leprechaun for lucky charms you know what i mean so it was like betty crocker was like another face to the brand yeah, i didn't think it was actually a person yeah. so no we totally should look into that more now i'm curious yeah i, I know i'm really excited i want to do an episode on betty crocker yeah, here that would soon be cool. I, I like i thought it was like a concept or idea yeah. but yeah so her recipe was featured on that radio program it was printed on the boston herald traveler so people were getting access now to this recipe but as the popularity of the toll house chocolate crunch cookie which is actually what it was called chocolate crunch cookie it as it increased, the sale of the Nestle's semi-sweet chocolate bars also spiked. Mm-hmm. So Andrew Nestle and Ruth Wakefield made a business arrangement. So Wakefield gave Nestle the right to use her cookie recipe and the Toll House name for $1 and a lifetime supply of Nestle chocolate. $1! $1! Also... The idea of getting a lifetime supply of something sure sounds nice, but what are you supposed to do with a lifetime supply of chocolate? I mean, I guess it's nice that she never has to pay for chocolate again. And I guess if she's running an inn, like that's probably a business expense that they don't have to do anymore. But like, oh my goodness. You just like call up the chocolate company like, hey, we need more. But like $1 for the most iconic cookie recipe (laughs) of all time. Oh my goodness. So Nestle, though, began marketing chocolate chips to be used especially for cookies. So because of the chocolate chip recipe, they started inventing. I think at first they did like chocolate bars that were like easy to break. And then eventually it became the chocolate chip. And it was and they would print the Toll House cookie recipe on its package. So it was like created that whole product is created a market. It is. It's still there. And I. I read it's not exactly the original recipe because some of like, you know, some ingredients have just been upgraded and like needed changing just like with time passing. So it's not the 
original, but it's very, very close from to what it was. And also, though, apparently that she was hired by Nestle to be a consultant for recipes for the company. So part of me is like she got screwed over by this company. And I think in a way that she still absolutely did. I'm sure that there's a part of her that was just like, no, I love my recipe. And I'm just sharing this with the goodness of my heart. I'm not doing it for the money. So here's one dollar. And yeah, I'll take the chocolate. I don't I don't know what she was thinking, but like. I'm like, one dollar. I, I can't even. My jaw yeah. dropped when I read that. I just can't believe it. Because Oh, my goodness. Now, I read this. Chocolate chip cookies, of course, are still consumed today. They currently exist in a market space of over 18 billion. Billion. <laughs> For chocolate chips. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> I mean, that's what, think about what Nestle and those chocolate companies even are now. Who buys anything but chocolate chips for baking? What else would you buy? I mean, obviously they have like chocolate bars and candy, but. Yeah, but people don't. Unless you're like a bakery, you just buy chocolate chips from those companies. Yeah, and now they have like all kinds of different ones too. You can get like white chocolate chips and. And like think about every kind of cookie that has some type of like chocolate chip in it. They practically all of, of them. This I know now it's all of them. Yeah, like I can't even think of like a well, like you know, other kinds of cookies, but like a typical like a like, standard mixed like, cookie. Yeah, mixed cookie you just like make with your mom in the kitchen. Like they all have chocolate chips. <laughs> they all have chocolate chips. Even like think of like pumpkin chocolate chip and yeah, like <laughs> like a macadamia white chocolate chip cookie mm-hmm. or so many different kinds of cookies yeah i made like those sprinkle ones once you know Ooh, like the, yummy and those have white chocolate chips in them too yeah and you don't Every, even notice because they're covered no. in sprinkles but they have white chocolate chips <laughs> those are good cookies yeah and also are. like i said one of those things that it's like oh yeah someone had to invent that chocolate chips had yeah. to be invented and it was because of the toll house cookie dough recipe yeah and isn't it now like nestle toll house is the name of the company I think so, actually. Yeah. So they like kind of combined because I wondered about that when you said like Toll House and then I was like, yeah, because it's the Toll House cookie, but it's the Nestle Toll House chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nestle Toll House. They're both trademarked, but they're together. Also, I love that like the Toll House cookie dough. I never realized that that was literally named after the invent, the inn that they were created Nestle's in. Nestle's Toll House. I know. Which makes sense because... The Toll House logo is this cute little cabin looking yeah. thing. And I'm like, oh, cool. That's what it is. That's what it was. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Isn't it fun to learn about history? I know. Wow. <laughs> and it was a woman. She killed it. Yeah, she did. She really did. <laughs> she knocked us out of the park. <laughs> so Ruth was a author and she wrote a cookbook. So as early as 1931, Ruth Wakefield found there was a demand for her recipes. So even before the chocolate chip cookie invention, and she published, well, her and her husband published a cookbook that year called Ruth Wakefield's Tried and True Recipes. And then in 1938, she did another edition of that. And her Toll House Tried and True Recipes is what the cookbook eventually ended up being named it went through 39 printings and the 1938 edition of the cookbook was the very first to include the recipe for a chocolate chip cookie which was like i mentioned the toll house chocolate crunch cookie that is so cool and so i guess when i was like oh no she got screwed over she didn't make her money but okay well if she created a cookbook that went through 39 reprinting i'm sure she made a very generous living off of those cookbooks <laughs> yeah but they could have paid her more we all know that i'm like one dollar yeah. it's fine they could have paid her more we're gonna take a quick break just to spotlight one of our new favorite women artists so today 
I felt like it would be appropriate to shout out a baker that I found on Instagram. Her name is Kyrie Eckhart, and the Instagram account is The Lavender Cookie Jar, which I found was very cute. Um, her Instagram bio is Amateur Baker Professional Messmaker, which how <laughs> I love that. I know. Um, but she'll do custom buttercream sugar cookies, and they cute. are so cute. And it's not like she'll have other things as well, but just the cutest cookies. I love them so much. Like, so she definitely specializes in decorating these sugar cookies, but she has a lot of different cookies that look so good. And right now they're obviously all very Christmas themed. And okay, but if you scroll down, do you see the ones that look like a cob of corn? There's also like a cornucopia one or whatever. But Oh, the yeah. Little, it's a little cob of corn. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty good. It's so cute. I love the corn of the oh, cob. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, and oh my gosh, the cutest ones for Halloween oh, as well. The little turkeys. Uh-huh. Yeah, Ghost I love busters, it. Ghosts. These are so cute. I know. Even scrolling back to, there's like these cute like unicorn rainbows, Aww. cats with little barn y'all's y'alls of barn is what my brain just wanted to do (laughs) balls of yarn (laughs) balls of yarn (laughs) anyways so an adorable cookie decorator it makes me want to decorate some sugar cookies which tis the season for sugar cookie decorating i guess the fourth of july snow cones i cannot that is so cute (laughs) these are really cute i always want to decorate them but they never turn out like this no never (laughs) Yes, so again, that's the lavender cookie jar. Okay, I have an illustrator. Her name is Jinju, but the handle is Kinopidi, I'm guessing. It's K-I-N-O-P-I-D-I. And they're just so pretty. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, like she uses a lot of like... It's kind of like the flat style of illustration, but then like there's all this dimension into it too. Like she has like really good shading and it almost looks like she's doing like different colors for every season. Cause if you scroll down, all of a sudden it turns purple. And then if you scroll down, it's pink. And then it's like a little bit more fluorescent. And then it gets like peach and green. Like I I love it when people do that. Yeah. They're so pretty. They're like ethereal. Is that the right word? Yeah. And lots of different scenes. She has like a little polar bear on an iceberg, which is like so cute, but somehow also makes me sad. Yeah. She's out there alone. I know. But then she'll also have like a lot of portraits of women, dogs. I love these. I'm always amazed. I cannot draw people very well. I always try to do stuff like this. I'm like, oh, it's stylized. I could probably figure it out. <laughs> it's so hard. Yeah. So I mean, takes... I can't even fathom it. So yes. Major skill. <laughs> and they move. Did you click on yeah, one? Yeah, I saw one and it, the <sighs> snowflake started falling and it brought me a lot of joy. Oh my goodness. Okay. Everyone go watch her yeah, illustrations watch. move. All right. Now back to the show. So there's 
actually a book called The Great American Chocolate Chip Cookie Book, Scrumptious Recipes and the Fabled History from Toll House to Cookie Cake. And it is by Carolyn Wyman. And this is just a little brief thing about that she mentioned about it. So Carolyn Wyman rejected the prevailing theory that the recipe was developed inadvertently. Mrs. Wakefield was too perfectionist to cook. Confusion is unknown, a promotional brochure for her restaurant boasted. Nowadays, people love the dumb luck story mm. of the person who wins the lottery or invents something because they were doing something else. Wyman wrote about Wakefield's innovation, but what she did was revolutionary. No, once you mentioned that it wasn't an accident and kind of the story that gets told, I was like, yeah, she was like a very accomplished chef. She would know that chocolate doesn't melt into batter yeah. that way. Like she wasn't yeah. some like bimbo yeah. housewife who's like oops i thought this would melt like no she literally like in some ways got a degree in home economics exactly like, she knew, she knew what exactly would what would happen when you heat chocolate it stays in its shape uh -huh. until it's moved like i learned that at like age six with my mom in the kitchen yeah. she's like okay you have to take it out and stir it and i was like why is it still in chips yeah exactly like, like when you're melting the yeah. chocolate on the stove uh -huh. exactly so it makes sense that like of course she did it deliberately like she would know that it wouldn't melt into it like that the only thing that can make chocolate batter chocolate is adding cocoa powder because yeah melted chocolate won't do it so yeah that's that's really cool that it was just like this deliberate choice to make a revolutionary cookie yeah she wanted to make a new cookie fun not fun fact so in 1967 the wakefield's ended up selling the inn and the actually burned down in 1984 but apparently there's still some type of like plaque or you know something on that site to commemorate that the toll house inn was there but they retired to duxbury massachusetts and she ended up passing away in 1977 so she lived from 1903 to 1977 you know had a very wow. long happy yeah. life and something that I thought was cool um one of the sources that I used for her was a New York Times article that was just called overlooked no more Ruth Wakefield who invented the chocolate chip cookie and so that's where I got a lot of this information they were like doing um obituaries were in the New York Times they've been it said that it's been dominated by white men and there's a series called overlooked where they were adding stories of you know forgotten remarkable people and so they included Ruth Wakefield in this series a couple years ago and that's how I got a lot of this cool Good information about her so yeah it was cool I love that I know so it's a very short story there's not a ton about her but it is still so cool and that is the story of Ruth Wakefield the inventor of the chocolate chip cookie free idea for anyone out there who lives in Massachusetts and cooks things go rebuild the Toll House Inn and start serving lobster dinners with chocolate chip cookies <laughs> I know. That's why I'm surprised no one's rebuilt it. Yeah. Like, that's surprising to me. I'm actually shocked. Like, we have the first KFC in Utah, and it's still standing. <laughs> like That's true. And the first <laughs> Wendy's is in Ohio. I actually went there. Oh, really? It's an operating <laughs> restaurant. I wonder, but... like, where it is location-wise. I wonder if it's so far out there that it's, yeah, like, no one would ever is. go there anymore. I have no idea. I still think they could build a little toll I house like in. There's no way people wouldn't go to that. The Toll House Inn? Yeah. Have the original Toll House chocolate chip cookies? Yep. Absolutely. I guess you can still check out her recipes. They were famous. Go try them. It's such a cute little cookbook. Yeah, it really is. That is like right there, everyone. That is classic graphic design. Classic. Just like beautifully done. Mm -hmm. Beautifully done. Timeless. Yeah, so many That's vintage so cool. cool cookbooks. I'm just like looking on Etsy with Ruth Wakefield. 
So Mm -hmm. cool. Just classic cookbooks. Buy her cookbook, make her recipes, build the little inn. There you go. It's someone's calling. Out of business. Someone's got to do it. I can't. I don't live in Massachusetts. (laughs) And I'm not going to be okay, but. (laughs) (laughs) But somebody else can. Somebody else can. So, yes, there is Ruth Wakefield. And I think, actually, I feel like it's an interesting thing, though, of it's like the fact that she was willing to sell it for $1. And I don't want to put, I don't want to make assumptions about, like, who she was or what she was doing, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. who knows? Maybe... Like, I don't know if they cited her or if she was just like, nope, I'm just going to do this out of the goodness of my heart. And like, that's my only objective here. I'm not sure, but I'm just like, I feel like it's a stereo. It is definitely a thing, I think, with women where it's almost like we can be expected to just do things out of the goodness of our heart. But then when we are demanding compensation for our work, it's like, oh, oh, you want to be compensated for that? And it's like, yes. Like, I'm not just a pretty housewife who cooks cookies. Like, I've, I'm an inventor who invented this delicious recipe that is in high demand. Give me more money. Yeah. I don't know well, honestly, went. it feels kind of like a sexist joke. Yeah. They're like, oh, we'll give you a dollar and a lifetime supply of chocolate. Because that's woman. what a woman really wants. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, it just kind of feels like a weird punchline where it's like, oh, give her a lifetime supply of chocolate. Yeah, She'll you're right. Fine. It does like, feel like a punchline. Yeah. So I don't know. It's kind of weird. And I mean, like, we don't know what their intentions were. We don't know if maybe she was like, oh, you can have it for free. And they like insist. Yeah, exactly. Like, I have no idea what it is. But regardless, I do feel like it is a trend that women are not appreciated (laughs) or taken as seriously with their endeavors, especially from what we, excuse me, from what we found with the women that we've talked about on this episode. So yeah, I agree. So in celebration, Uh. everyone go make a your favorite chocolate chip cookie recipe i'll share mine yep. that actually might be fun i have a favorite oh, chocolate chip recipe i'll share it i got yeah. it from this cookbook and you use like mini chocolate chips and then it's coarse sea salt in it and they're so good yeah you'll have to send it to me i'll do my sprinkle one with the white chocolate chips Ooh, yeah we'll share our favorite chocolate chip our favorite cookie recipes this week and if anyone wants to send them i'll also include those yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh that'd be fun. that would be really fun i would love to get more chocolate chip cookie recipes I, I that's my favorite i love baking cookies so much it's so fun even like the brownie recipe we have may, uses chocolate chips i feel like it's oh, such yeah. a it is a staple ingredient isn't it also kind of funny that like they created an easy to break bar first i know and then cute little <laughs> droplets of chocolate it's i perfect. love the progression of invention yeah for <laughs> they're real like oh well people are crumbling a bar like let's make it easier and then they're like wait a second why don't we just pre-crumble we could the just bar make this smaller <laughs> pre-crumble the bar, literally. Yeah. it's just kind of a funny thing we're looking back on it it feels like duh but you know no one had ever done no, it <laughs> again one of those things that's duh but yeah who done it who would know i don't know all right well happy new year mm-hmm. hope you are able to enjoy some time with family if you're a fan of the podcast leave us a review yeah follow us on instagram more than amused podcast and yeah let us know what you're liking what your favorite episodes are so we can get ready for the new year we have lots of fun episodes already planned we for 2022 do. we still have one more bonus episode coming out in December so watch out for that later this week there will be another one out for all of you to finish out the holiday season okay (laughs) goodbye (laughs) bye
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.